Carol, and this is the Real Talk Recreation Therapy Podcast. On this podcast, we talk about real experiences and real research that back up the use of recreation therapy as a method of treatment for a variety of populations. We try to keep it real as we address concerns and successes that we and other recreation therapists have had as we all navigate this awesome career field. We don't have it all figured out, but one thing we know for sure is everything gets a lot easier when you can talk it out with a friend. All right, so we're going to start off with me, Jana, interviewing Carol about her uh, experience and background in recreation therapy. So Carol, tell us about how, what inspired you to become a recreation therapist? Okay, well, I would say that initially, like when I went to college, I had no idea what recreational therapy was. I had never even heard of the field. Um, I just kind of started out in college as a biology major with the idea in my head that I wanted to work with people. Um, I was still kind of an undecided, like I had a bio major, but I didn't really feel like doing a lot of biology studies or I don't even know like what kind of job that I was hoping to have at the end. So midway through my freshman year of college, during Christmas break, I went home and during that time, I shadowed a speech therapist who worked at a school. Um, she was a speech therapist working in special ed with kids, helping them work through speech impediments and work on social skills. And after shadowing her, I really liked the idea of working with kids. Um, I also liked the idea, idea of being a speech therapist, but unfortunately, my university didn't have that program and I wasn't prepared to transfer to any university. So I started looking at the other programs that we had. And the one that caught my eye was recreation therapy. I had met a few people that were in the major who kind of talked about how they use things like games and other forms of recreation to help people achieve their goals. And I just thought that that was really neat. I mean, I'm a very active person. I love to do recreation, although who doesn't? Everybody loves recreation. So I thought, wow, what a neat thing to be able to help people do what they love and um, just assist them. Cause I really, I knew that I wanted to work with people. So it just seemed like the perfect meeting of two things that I enjoy, recreation, fun things and working with people, helping people. So that's kind of how I got into that field, how I decided to switch my major to therapeutic recreation and how I ended up being a CTRS, the short version of it, I guess. <laughs> That's so cool. And I really think that your story is so similar to so many other people I've talked to both in my classes yeah. and other rec therapists, like, um, not I many of us knew what we wanted to do when we started. No, no. And I think recreation therapy, I mean, you talk to people and they're like, what do you do for work? You're like, I'm a recreational therapist. They're like, what's that? I feel like not a lot of people know what this field is. So it's not that uncommon for people to have kind of found the field just randomly rather than so like true. grew up knowing that was what they wanted to be. It's so great. Yeah, that's so true. So what populations or what, what different types of people or types of settings have you worked in and people you've worked with? So I've actually, I have a pretty good variety of settings and populations that I've worked with. I've been a CTRS since 2017, so not all that long. But over the course of that time, I my first job in rec therapy, I worked in community-based and home-based care. And I worked with youth that had various mental health conditions and autism. So what I would do in that setting is I would 
meet up with kids either in their homes or in the community. And I would take them out and do different recreation therapy sessions. And the cool thing with that, it was that all of my sessions were pretty much one-on-one -on -one unless I was working with them and their siblings. So it was unique to be able to lead recreation therapy, but not in a group setting. Yeah, that and is really then, cool. Yeah. So I feel like it kind of gave me a good basis for how recreation therapy works just because I was able to focus individually on one person rather than having to figure out, okay, how do I make this work in a group? So that was my first position. And then I moved to Hawaii and I got a job in skilled nursing, working at a memory care facility. So that was kind of a mix of working with the dementia population as well as geriatrics, older adults, even people that were on hospice. It was just all the nursing home things, very different from working with kids. Um, yeah, I had a lot of experience working with older adults and dementia. And then most recently I'm working where you're working, working with the active duty military population, doing kind of more, I would say it's a mix between like community integration, rehabilitation, a little bit of mental health. Like, you know how it is. We kind of have a full gambit of populations yeah. working with, which is what I really like about this current position that we're in. Just yeah, it's of, so fun to combine so many different things and it's so interesting and the people are amazing. Oh, it's great. Yeah, I love it. And I like how recreation therapy works with all of them because you could say like, all right, in a mental health setting, you may not need a physical therapist, but like we could work in all sorts of like, with all sorts of populations and still be relevant. It's so true. Yeah, I love that. So much fun. So yeah, you've had a ton of different experiences with kids, with older adults, with just, you know, active duty military. Do you have a great moment or a story, a little moment that you want to share about a time when you were like, this is working or, or. Yeah. Really yeah. So, you may remember this, but um, one of the soldiers that we were working with in our current job, he was recovering from a motorcycle accident that he had a while back. And as a result of this motorcycle accident, he's kind of had issues with balance and just like feeling like himself and being able to do things in a safe way. So it was really cool when we took him to the paddleboard clinic, we did an adaptive paddleboarding clinic um, partnering with the Adaptive Freedom Foundation, which is this awesome nonprofit group that's based out of California. I think they have other locations as well, but they came out to Oahu to put on an adaptive paddleboarding clinic. And since his accident, I don't think he's done any sort of paddleboarding. But after that day, he was like really excited about it. And he was like, I know with this injury, like I've kind of felt like I've had to limit myself and I've learned that through this, I'm able to do a lot of more than I expected to. I just have to do it differently. And I feel like that really illustrates what recreation therapy can allow for people just to be able to help them to maybe not do the exact same thing that they did before they had an injury, but to be able to find new ways to do things they love or finding new activities to love despite whatever barriers that they have in their lives. So that was my cool moment. Cool story. I love that story. I think about that soldier too. And one thing I like really loved about that was the Adaptive Freedom Foundation had adaptive boards so that yeah. he, uh, we'll link to them in our show notes, <laughs> but yeah, they, yeah. they had a board that he, that had a handle on the side. And so as he was going out, if he needed a break, he could hold on, he could sit down. It was so cool. And it's really great to see those 
different resources working together mm -hmm. for the same cause. Yeah. Yeah. I think just part of it is allowing us to be able to give access to these people, things that like adaptive equipment that allows them to keep participating in recreation. And then also just giving them opportunities to try new things and kind of test out what their limits are to be able to feel more confident. Cause I know like coming out of doing all these recreation therapy things with us that that individual feels more confident in himself and is able to probably do more just because he's had those practice moments. So yeah, recreation therapy, it's amazing. That's great. Thank you. Thanks for sharing that. That was so fun mm -hmm. to remember. So again, you've worked with a lot of different groups, lots of different populations. So this might be kind of tricky, but <laughs> if you had a rec therapy dream job or like your dream for what you'd want to see accomplished or what you'd want to help accomplish, what could you name it? Could you name something, one dream that you might have? Oh, one dream. I feel like my recreation therapy dream job has changed many times, which I'm sure anyone can relate to that's ever like had a career, you know, if you don't, what your dream is when you start out, your career is not the same. But I think for now, my dream would be just to be able to work in a community setting, providing adaptive recreation to a variety of people. Because since I've been able to work with so many different populations, I found ways to kind of enjoy working with lots of different populations. And I like the variety. I like being able to kind of switch between the different, different roles, working with kids, working with adults, people with physical disabilities, um, mental health. So just being able to kind of work in more of a community setting to provide people therapeutic recreation, to provide them with recreational activities at where they live, to get people out of the house that maybe are isolating themselves, maybe aren't willing to get out and try stuff to just kind of be able to provide those opportunities to then make them feel more confident and comfortable so that they can move on with their lives and find things to do on their own outside of rec therapy. Cause you know, that's the ultimate goal of recreation therapy that the individual can participate on their own or like as independently as possible. So yeah, yeah. I think community setting is super cool. I like how real it is like, you know, working in a clinical setting is great, but at some point people have to be in a more natural environment. So that's what I like about that setting. That is really cool. And I could totally see you thriving there. Just seeing all the work that we've done here already. It sounds like the perfect fit. Do a little bit of everything. It's really great. So we will probably revisit this topic again and again on our podcast, because this is such a common theme that recreation therapists and those that work with them and around them, I don't know if struggle with is the right word, but try and to like try and define. Yes. Yeah. So what does the term recreation therapy mean to you when you describe that to someone, when you tell them what you do, what you love, what, what are you talking yeah, I about? Do, I do have a hard time answering this question, but I would say what recreation therapy means to me is being able to empower people to either get back into doing what they love or to discover new things that they love that will allow them to find more joy in their lives. Because I think a lot like people hear about rec therapy and they're like, ah, oh, you have the fun job. You just do lots of fun stuff. And it's true. We do a lot of fun stuff, but we also work with people that are in some of the most difficult times of their lives and just being able to help them find something that can spark them, that can make them feel happy is really difficult at times, but also really powerful. So I'd say rec therapy 
yeah, it means empowering people to kind of find what brings joy into their lives. Very basic, maybe doesn't explain what we do, but yeah, I would say. No, it's a good, it's a good overview, I think. And I love that. Definitely the the emphasis on joy with that, because like you said, it is hard sometimes and Mm -hmm. hopefully recreation can make it a little bit easier to find that for people who are recovering. Okay, awesome. Thank you so much, Carol. That was great. Love to hear all your stories. It will be a good time. All right, so now that you've learned a little bit about me, Carol, and my background with rec therapy, I'm gonna flip the script a little bit and I'm gonna ask Jana about her background in rec therapy since we're both recreational therapists. So Jana, why don't you tell me how you got into recreation therapy, what your background is with it? Okay. (laughs) Sounds great. So I actually never heard about rec therapy while I, during my first couple of years at school, I was really interested in psychology, really interested in working with kids. I eventually chose elementary education and I was having a lot of fun with it. And then I took a break and was a missionary for a couple of years in New York City. And I grew up in a really small town, small area. And then all of a sudden I got to spend a, a little more than a year in New York City. And it was amazing to me seeing all of these people living their dreams. There were people I'd meet that were actors on Broadway and other people I'd meet in the subway that were going to Wall Street because they worked on Wall Street. Yeah, and, New York. <laughs> yeah, it was it was just like a a really cool immersion into seeing people follow their dreams. And so I started to think, what would I do if I wasn't scared to do something? Like because all of them were just doing it. They were just, they wanted to be actors on Broadway. So they were, they wanted to go to Juilliard. So they did. And I thought, what would I do if I wasn't afraid? And I came up with the idea, talked to some friends and they had been staff at a wilderness therapy program. Never heard of it before, but I started to look into it. A wilderness therapy program. The ones that they were telling me about is a program that takes teenagers, young adults out into the wilderness and through adventure therapy or hiking and different skills that they learn, they kind of work through therapeutic goals. I was like, that sounds amazing. Also, I've never done anything like that before. Yeah. My, my family like did not, we, we did very minimal camping. Like let's, let's set up a tent a couple minutes from our house in the mountains. Yeah. <laughs> and so, <laughs> yeah, so I was like, okay. So I was brave and I signed up to do that. And I, I spent six months working at Wingate Wilderness Therapy. It's in Southern Utah, Northern Arizona area. And it was, it was incredible. It was a huge learning curve, if you can imagine. I learned how to do the basic things like set up a camp. I learned how to make a spoon out of wood, all of these things. And it was really amazing for me to watch all of these teenagers and young adults find healing out in the wilderness. I thought this is, this is so cool. And so I didn't want to stop doing something like that. I'd heard the term recreation therapy tossed around, but at that program, they didn't actually have recreation therapists. They had 
uh, social workers that worked with the clients that came out with us uh, mm-hmm. a couple of days a week and did therapy. But I, I hadn't actually seen like what a recreation therapist had done. So I, after six months doing that, I decided to transfer to a residential treatment center for teenage boys. And at that place, I met my first recreation therapist and I don't even know what her name is. I feel so bad. She influenced me so much, but, I, but I didn't, I, I guess I didn't realize at the time how influential yeah. it was. Well, it shout was, out to her. Yes. Whatever her name is. Thank you. You were the recreation therapist at the Discovery Ranch. And thank you. But um, yeah, so I was that that ranch, they did a ton of different therapies. They worked with horses, they did adventures. And then this recreation therapist would come out and do activities with the, the teenagers. And I, I just felt like what she was doing was not only fun, it was the funnest therapy that we went to. It was also so engaging. I would be with these clients for, you know, hours every day. And it would be so hard to get them to open up, to share their teenagers. They didn't want to talk about their feelings. Kind of cool. <laughs> well, that's cool. And then this recreation therapist would come out and say, okay, we're going to play this game. And all of a sudden they could not stop talking. They could not stop making connections to how it affected their lives. And so that's when I decided I want to go study this. So Yes. Uh, when I went back to school full-time, I started studying recreation therapy and at that, and that was when the whole world of it kind of opened up to me. I didn't realize <laughs> that rec therapists worked with so many different populations. I thought it was just with mental health or addictions. And so it was really cool going and kind of learning all about that. So that's mm-hmm. where I started. <laughs> yeah. I love what you were talking about with like all those teenagers that didn't want to open up, but as soon as they start their rec therapy session, they get into like a game, suddenly they're willing to talk to you or like be more open. I just feel like that really illustrates well the power of recreation and getting people into comfortable settings where they feel like good about talking about things. And maybe they don't even realize that they're doing it because they're just focused on the game. Like that's super cool. I love that. Yeah, it was, it was really fun watching them do that. All right. So we kind of talked about this a little bit, but what populations have you worked with? You mentioned, um, I guess you would say mental health at-risk youth populations, but I think you've had more experience than that. Yeah, that was my start. And I was, I was really interested in that, but I wanted to kind of try other things. So while I was in school, I also did a internship with a clinic called Cognitive FX. It's a clinic that specializes in treatment for minor traumatic brain injuries, mostly concussions. Mm -hmm. And they were really nice and let me try a recreation therapy program with their clients there. So worked with people from, I think the youngest kid I worked with was seven, all the way up through adults, anyone that came in with concussions that were really affecting their lives and and their brains and their functions. And I worked with the, the neuropsychiatrist there to come up with games and activities that I could do to help them with their goals that they were working mm-hmm. on. And that was really, that was really cool um, seeing because the, they, they have such an incredible 
ability to map the brain at this at this clinic, it was really cool to see kind of pinpoint which areas of the brain we're focusing on and, and mm-hmm. see the physiological impacts of what we were doing. That was really awesome. And I also worked with older adults in a intergenerational preschool. So I guess with kids and older adults, I volunteered a little bit with older adults just at the assisted living center near my college. And I was getting really interested in intergenerational work. And so I worked with the rec therapist there and we kind of established this intergenerational program for older adults to help with a preschool. You've probably seen movies or little clips about these. I feel like a lot of people have been like, oh yeah, I've heard about that. It was really cool. Trending or on Facebook. Yeah, right. It's really cool to see it in action. It was so impactful to see people who had never who had never seen smile or interact suddenly these little kids come in and they're super engaged and they're, mm-hmm. they're kicking the balloons they're helping the kids it was really cool That's I worked amazing. with them a little bit <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then um, right before this job working with active duty military I worked with the city of San Diego parks and recreation department so kind of what you were talking about your dream job at the end there of your interview mm-hmm. it was so cool. They have a bunch of different recreation therapists working with a bunch of different populations in the community setting. I focused mostly on older adults, but I worked a little bit with their other therapy, but worked with kids, worked with adults with developmental disabilities, worked with just really helping wherever I could. And that was really cool to, to, to see a community come together, I guess, Mm -hmm. and do that. So yeah, that's, that's, and then, yeah. And, and I've been working about your current role. Yeah. <laughs> so I've for the last three years, this is my third year working with active duty military in Hawaii. And just like Carol was saying, it's a, it, or like you were saying, it's a group of, we've got some mental health, some TBIs for sure. PTSD, PTSD, physical injuries. And we do community integration type work. We work on resiliency skills. We do a lot of adaptive sports. It's a fun time. Just getting them back into or introducing them to recreation. Yeah. At some point in this podcast, we'll probably highlight all that goes into that. Because I think our program with the military is pretty extensive as far as the activities that we do. Like there's, there's a lot going on. It's true. I, I think at least from what I learned in school, I feel like it's kind of unique. So that's really cool. Yeah. That. All right. So I shared my great moment. So hopefully that wasn't the one that you wanted to share, but what can you tell us of a time that you can think of when you were like, ah, rec therapy is at work here, or just like a story that makes you feel really good about being a recreational therapist that you've experienced? So while I was in San Diego, we did a clinic partnering with the local hospital to bring individuals that had just completed rehab out to a community event. We had biking and a couple of other adaptive sports there. Mm -hmm. And I was assisting with the cycling program. So we had a bunch of different types of adaptive bikes, hand cycles, recumbent bikes, all the works. And this gentleman came with an assistant. He had had a C7 injury. So he broken his neck 
and in a bike accident. So he had been an avid biker before, before his injury got injured and he thought that he was done and he came out to this clinic and it was so fun. We got him into a bike and strapped him down so that he, he wouldn't fall out. (laughs) And so we had his, his hands on the handlebars and showed him it was a hand cycle. So he could move his arms a little bit. So we had his hands strapped in so that they wouldn't fall off the bike. We had, it took a little bit to get him all secure. And once we were finally there, he took off and Carol, he did not stop. He would not stop biking the whole day. We, once he got on that bike, he would not get off. It was amazing to see. He started, you know, just, just really unsure what we were doing, (laughs) unsure if it was going to work, unsure if it was going to feel the same. And I'm sure it didn't feel, you know, exactly the same that it did before, but the look on his face was amazing. And, and there was lunch served and he didn't care. He just kept going. (laughs) And it was just one of those moments. I just wanted to jump up and down and be like, this is, this is possible. This is possible. You're like so proud of your fun. Yes. Like yeah. you did it. You did it. You, you found, you found something you love again. It was so yeah. really, really impactful. Mm-hmm. All those good moments. Yeah. It's so amazing seeing people, the people that we work with, like kind of get it or they find something and they latch onto it and you're like, yes, you did it. Like you can do things good for you. Yeah. I love that. So All good. right. And then the final question is what does rec therapy mean to you? Like, why, why are you a rec therapist? What is it, what does it do for you? I think going back to what initially got me into rec therapy was kind of combating the idea of there are things in this world I cannot do. Before mm-hmm. I did the wilderness program, I would have said I was not a camper. I would have said I was not someone that was capable of working with at-risk youth mm-hmm. and in doing that, it was very, it was very cool to see them improve and grow in their own journey, but also cool to see my journey and mm-hmm. see myself kind of transform into what I believed was possible. I love that recreation. You could divide the words recreation, recreate. Mm-hmm. I like to think of recreation therapy as recreating your limits, recreating your bounds, recreating what you think is possible within yourself. And that, and that can be with any population physical and recovering from physical injuries is an easy example because you can see like, Oh, you thought you couldn't bike and now you're biking, yeah. but also you you know, the change in you. Yeah. <laughs> also recovering from anxiety and depression, just seeing things that you thought I could never do this. And then seeing yourself be able to do this. So that's, yeah. I guess what that kind of means to me. That's wonderful. Yeah. I love the recreate whole thought. Yes. Okay. Well, that's awesome. Thank you so much for sharing about what got you into recreation therapy and what you've done so far, and I guess where you're hoping to go with it. So that's, that's us, Jana and Carol. That's what we've experienced so far in recreational therapy. And we're both really excited to share with all of you all sorts of things around this topic, about this field that we both love working in. So stay tuned for more episodes. Um, We're hoping to cover all sorts of topics, 
relevant and adjacent to recreational therapy and interview more professionals to get just more information out there about what recreation therapy is and what it can do for people. Anything you want to add, Jayla? <laughs> yeah, just, I think it'll be a great time. I'm excited to, to get to know other people and, and their experiences in rec therapy and excited to kind of highlight some programs and options available for recreation therapists or those working around or with recreation therapy. So yeah, come out and, and join us. Yes. All right. Thank you for listening, everyone. Bye.